show that never ends. We're so glad you could attend. Come inside, come inside. Ladies and gentlemen, prepare to witness the greatest happening in sport. The snap, the hold, the kick is up. Does it have room? It does, and it is good. Are you kidding me? And he's still on his feet. It goes down to the 20, 50, 10, 5, 2, 10. Back to pass, looking. Has Kyle Leno open right up to the 40, 30, 25, 15, 10, 5, touchdown, 65-yard pass. Down to the 15, 10, 5, and touchdown, Edison Chargers. Follow his linemen, follow the big boys, and get into the end zone. So they go up two scores. What a drive that was. 15, 10, 5, dances his way into the end zone for a score. Now over for Brooks, tips, and Romo wins it! A drop shot. The pitch, swung on, hammered, deep center field, it's got a chance, gone! It's now time for the Locker Room Show with your hosts, Josh Bowman and Kevin Rasnick. The Locker Room Show is brought to you by Baldov's Carpet Cleaning and Floor Covering. Bellevue Hospital, Domino's Pizza, The Village Drive-Thru in Milan, Firelands Federal Credit Union, Fisher Titus Medical Center, The Huron County Veterans Service Office, The Law Offices of Harwood and Niedermeyer, Noble Sports and Trophies, Norwalk Heating and Air, Stein Olson and Stang CPAs, Smiley Automotive, and Westside Sunoco on 95.3 WLKR. All right, good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Locker Room Show. It's 9.02, almost 9.03, and 66 degrees on this September 11th. And uh, we got a great show for you, a 90-minute program for you today as we'll take you up to the Ohio State pregame show as the Buckeyes take on Oregon today at 12 noon, 10.30 a.m. for the pregame. With us right now to start off the program, our buddy Mark Hazelwood from the Norwalk Reflector. Good morning, Mark. How's this Saturday find you? Uh, quite well. It can stay like this year-round if it wants. I'm sure it won't, but I'm good. <laughs> yeah, I'm with you 100% on that. Uh, now, you were at the uh, Norwalk-Edison game last night, and that turned out to be, uh, you know, kind of a barn burner, and uh, Norwalk pulling out the wind there in the end in the final minute or so. Yeah, kind of figured, um, you know, most of the week that, you know, this was going to end up being a, a one-possession game late. You know, you had, you know, two teams that, you know, even going into it probably felt like they should have had a better record. And um, there was a lot of desperation just in terms of, you know, Norwalk not wanting to be 0-4, obviously, and just desperate for a win. And then, you know, Edison, after a couple, you know, close losses, wanting to get back on track. So And it kind of played out that way. It just was two teams really, you know, selling out and, um, Norwalk ended up with the you know biggest play in the final minute. That was actually the longest play from scrimmage. Uh, Payne Flores touchdown, 52 yards in the final minute to win the game. Well, just talk about uh, the experience last night uh, at Edison. You know, with all the uh, uh, tributes uh, to Max Zoviak with the flyover and, and all you know the uh, just the whole community, both sides coming together. Just talk about just being there and experiencing all that. Yeah, it was well done, obviously, and I think. When you say talk about experiencing it, it's one of those situations where, you know, you're, you're prepared for it and you know it's coming and yet still gets you. 
you know it, it really did it uh you know i've i've seen dozens and dozens of flyovers but obviously not the missing man pattern that they did and when that plane broke off and went up man it was uh you know i think coach fox actually had said it after the game and i think it really says it really well it's like it became a lot more real even though you knew everything that had happened going up to it that was uh you know um unfortunate but really you know kind of uh neat to be a part of at the same time yeah and and you've covered sports for a long time now and, and you know sports has the ability and we'll get back to the actual football things here pretty soon but you know sports has the ability to bring people together and, and and help heal and you know we've seen that time and time again unfortunately you know schools experience tragedy and we see it you know almost on a yearly basis something happens but you know the sports just does a good job i think of uh, of helping people move forward uh when tragedy happens yeah, you know, it was just kind of, you know, and just the way it worked out where, you know, Edison had not been, been home yet, obviously, and I think, you know, the, the 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 weight and gravity of it, you know, may not have hit that next day had they been, you know, home on the 27th and then even last week. So you really kind of had that, just the way the schedule worked out, right, like just like the, the, the build-up of it and, um, I, I think there was definitely, you know, like, I mean, people were obviously there for a football game, but there was, you know, a good number there who I think it was just a chance to kind of come together for that mile in Berlin Heights community. You know, um, you had to uh, it, it kind of like, you know, I want to say cast a cloud, but it kind of like kind of hung over the Mellon Fest a little bit right. last weekend. And so I think this was kind of that, you know, chance to, you know, really kind of start to, to move forward there. And, and, and you're right, I think it kind of helped two neighboring communities getting together like that. Mark Hazelwood here with us from the Norwalk Reflector. And uh, let's talk about football with uh, those two teams. Uh, they're both 1-3 and three now, and uh, I'd say uh, they're better football teams than that record says. Oh, I, I have no doubt in my mind on that. Um, you know, I, you know Edis, Edison's right there with Bellevue. You know, on the road in the fourth quarter, you know, has a chance to tie late, doesn't. Uh, obviously, right there with Norwalk last night. So you, you know, right, right there, they've been there with, you know, two quality SBC Lake programs. You know, I mean, uh, that team's still, you know, they're going to be heavy favorites next week, and then they're going to go into league play. And I know, I think they open with Port Clinton right away, but uh, this is a team that, in my mind, you know, they're still. To me, good for five, six plus wins and probably a playoff spot. Right. And if you're Norwalk, I mean, <laughs> we've we've seen their story, right? Um, uh, this is another team that you know had a chance to beat Mansfield late fourth quarter. You know, we're playing with Solmstead Falls for you know a better part of three plus quarters last week. Um, <laughs> their schedule is rather unforgiving, especially next week, but. Boy, that's this was one that was just to to me they were they were the most desperate team. You know, I mean this to me that was one that they just they had to come away with because if they didn't, you know, the schedule was just going to keep piling on. So now they can at least you know kind of get back to work Monday and just kind of feel better about yourself. 
Yeah, well, speaking, feeling uh, you know better about yourself. Uh, in the uh, Crestview Cougars, uh, a team that's out. Uh, you know, we don't really, not really in our coverage area, but uh, you know, high expectations for them year in year out. And you know, they got a big win on the road at Western Reserve, perhaps the game of the year in the Finals Conference. Uh, too bad we had to see it week one of, of league play. Monroeville got a, a nice win against Plymouth there, and just talk about the Finals Conference a little bit. And, and it just seems like, again, in your last couple of years, I think this year's the same. That uh, it's going to be very interesting at the top. I think, you know, I, I guess a couple of things stood out, which is, you know, um, uh, you know, obviously, you know, Western losing their, you know, Jude Munns at halftime of that game or just before halftime, um, you know, that was going to make it tough anyway. But they also didn't have a lot of opportunities to have the ball because Crestview was able to, um, you know, run so much clock in the second half, which, you know, kind of surprises me. Right. But again. Two really good teams, and um, you, you kind of set me up here. I know Crestview hosts Monroeville next week, and uh, you, know, you kind of look at, at at their schedule after that, and it's you can certainly see the momentum building in Olivesburg, you know, towards some late season matchups. But uh, you know, Monroeville, I just feel like it took them a couple weeks, but all of a sudden here, I've noticed. Um, a, a four-year quarterback, Mr. Raider, has suddenly had right. uh, 40, almost 45 carries running the ball in the last two weeks with seven touchdowns. You know, just rushing the ball, and um, I think they've, I think they've found something there. You know, a, a, a four-year player, a big, strong athlete. You know, make. Clear a path, right? <laughs> um, so they've certainly found a little momentum, and uh, yeah, it's it's shaping up to be in the early going at least. You know, I don't want to uh, uh, dismiss Plymouth, but you know we've we've had this conversation before, haven't we? St. Paul, Crestview, Monroeville, Western, um, you know, Firelands Conference is going to be fun, fun race. Yeah, that was a heck of a ball game last night. We had it, uh, the Monroeville-Plymouth game, we had it on 92.9 last night. But, uh, Mark, let's just shift gears for a second to volleyball and uh, talk a little bit about the Firelands Conference there. We're going to find out a lot here really soon, guys. Um, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll start with uh, St. Paul's hosting the defending state champion Tiffin Calvert this Wednesday in a, a non-league matchup. So that's obviously going to, you know, tell you a lot. Uh, Monroeville has their annual matchup with Buckeye Central, I believe, a week from today. Uh, they'll go over there, and then they meet, you know, the following Tuesday, the 21st, I believe it is. So um, we kind of get a little spoiled because the, the the way the it rotated to where those are the last two now. Like the St. Paul Monroeville is now the final FC match. So this is the last of the, you know, the first round, and then uh, – you know, so come October next month, it's going to be the final FC match of the season. And, uh, you know, I think that'll certainly draw some attention. Uh, but, I mean, it's those two. I don't think there's any debating that. Western has a solid program as well. But, um, you know, it's still a St. Paul Monroeville world we're living in in volleyball, and we're going to get to enjoy that again real soon here. All right, sounds good, Mark. Uh, thanks for giving us a few minutes this morning. Always Always love talking to you, Mark. Uh, have a great weekend, and we'll catch up with you here real soon. Absolutely. Thanks, guys. 
Mark Hazelwood from the Norwalk Reflector there. And uh, let's uh, run down a couple scores uh, while I have a second. Uh, we mentioned that Plymouth-Monroeville game last night. It was Monroeville 42-39. to Crestview winning at Western Reserve 21-13. Norwalk over Edison on K96 last night 20-13. to Also Lucas here on 95-3 last night defeated Willard 30 to nothing. It was Bellevue a win at Clear Fork 48 to 7. Parma, uh, Padua, Franciscan 17-16 over Sandusky. Perkins 49-14 over Ashland. It was Clyde uh, winning 42-14 over Toledo Start. Tiffin Columbian 40 to 10 over Mayfield. Port Clinton 61 to 12 over Toledo Bowser. Uh, Oak Harbor went over Toledo Woodward, 41-0. Ottawa Hills in overtime beat Margareta, 35-28. Huron takes on Lima Central Catholic this afternoon. And Eden at St. Paul, our game tonight here on 95-3. So there you go. We'll go ahead and take a break here on the show. When we come back, we're going to talk to the head coach of Monroeville, Tyler Nestor. What a ball game that was last night. Yeah, I caught the end of it. Our game got a little bit over uh, earlier than that one, so I was able to catch the end of that game. And uh, uh, it was an exciting game. It definitely sounded like that. It came down to the, to the very end. So we'll talk to Coach Nestor of the Eagles coming up next here on the Locker Room Show on 95.3 WLKR. This is Matt from the Huron County Veteran Service Office in Norwalk. I wanted to take some time to let you know about what we do. We provide transportation, whether it be for doctor's visits or for other reasons. We make filing claims with the VA easier for veterans and their families. And the best part, our services are free. We have service officers available to start investigating your claims and answer any questions you have along the way. Just give our office a call at 419-668-4150. Again, 419-668-4150. We would love to assist you. With Domino's Car Side Delivery, you can carry out any three-topping pizza for just $7.99 without leaving your car. So you don't have to interrupt your kid's favorite song. You can interrupt this, actually. Next time you carry out three-topping pizzas for $7.99 each, try Domino's Car Side Delivery. Just pull up to the store, check in online, and Domino's will bring your food to you contact-free. Carry out only. You must ask for this limited-time offer. Prices, participation, and charges may vary. Excludes XL and specialty pizzas. Crust availability varies by size. Message and data rates may apply when using Domino's Car Side Delivery. We take pride in what you stand on. That's why your best choice is Baldust Carpet Cleaning and Floor Covering. We do things the old-fashioned way with helpful people who know their floors. The best in carpet and luxury vinyl planking for home or business. And we'll clean your tile, grout, upholstery. We even do duct cleaning. And we always stand behind our work. Visit Baldust.com and find us on Facebook or East Main Street in downtown Norwalk. Baldust Carpet Cleaning and Floor Covering. We take pride in what you stand on. Do you have a vehicle to sell? Having bad luck online trying to sell it or don't even know where to begin? Jeff Danhoff from Schaefer Danhoff Chrysler Dodge Jeep and Ram and Willard wants to personally invite you to his dealership. He's looking for vehicles to add to their pre-owned inventory. They can get you a price and paid all in the same day. No hassle, no gimmicks, and you don't even need to be in the market to buy a vehicle. Come in and just say, I'm here to sell my vehicle, and they can get you paid and on your way at Schaefer Danhoff and Willard. As you know, Monty, Vaughn's been working on a couple of new pitches, the Eliminator and the Humiliator, to complement his fastball, the Terminator. Now back to the Locker Room Show with your hosts, Josh Bowen and Kevin Rasnick. I heard that. Dynamite drop in, Monty. That broadcast school has really paid off. On 95.3, the sports voice of the Firelands. Presented by Schaefer Danhoff, Chrysler, Dodge Jeep, Ram. 
Welcome back to the Locker Room Show. Josh Bowman, Kevin Rasnick here with you, 916. Back to the Domino's Hotline we go, and it's Tyler Nestor, Monroeville football coach, joining us right now. Good morning, Tyler. Is still recovering from that one last night? Oh, yeah, definitely, definitely. How are you guys doing today? Doing well, uh, doing fine here. And uh, let's talk about that ball game last night, uh, Coach. Had to be uh, uh, nerve-wracking, but uh, yet uh, probably a fun game to be a part of last night. Definitely nerve-wracking. <clears throat> I'm only about 30, 35 years old, but I, every morning I feel older and older and older, <laughs> uh, especially being a defensive coordinator with that many points on the board. board and I just want to pull my hair out just a little bit. <laughs> Now let's talk about your quarterback, uh, of course, Isaac Rader. Uh, what a night he had, huh? Yeah, last, last two games. Um, and every week he's becoming better and better. That offensive line is gelling. Uh, the senior captains and uh, the senior non-captains are leading, pushing each other. But, yeah, Isaac's doing a great job stepping up mentally, obviously, physically. And your offensive line, uh, I would say, playing very well in front of him, giving him those holes to run last night. Yep. And it's a young group. We knew we were going to be young and we'll inexperienced, uh, but that like, that line is anchored by Duncan Stewart there at the center. I mean, he's leading up guys in the right direction, and they're buying in, and we're even able to rotate the younger guys in. Uh, we're average sophomores across the board there at times, so they're doing a great job. We'll talk about just kind of getting that victory last night. You guys started the season 0-2, a couple of uh, losses, tough losses, first weeks of the season. Able to get by Margareta then in conference play, beat a good Plymouth team. They know they come in undefeated uh, in non-conference play. Just talk about what that means, uh, that win means for you guys. Well, mentally it means tremendous. Like you said, it was kind of an up-and-down game. Um, the, the Calvert game, we were inches away from uh, getting that one. Margareta, we, we weathered some adversity, and obviously last night weathered some adversity back and forth, back and forth. We was able to score right there at the two-minute, or going into half with the quarterback sneak. It just shows that these, these kids are buying into what we're doing and uh, building faith in one another, and it's, it's exciting to see in the locker room and out here in the practice field and everything we're doing uh, relating to the, the game situations. Well, we know that uh, Isaac Rader ha- had a great game for you guys. That goes without saying. But talk about some of the other kids maybe that stepped up uh, both sides of the football that uh, made a couple plays for you and, and uh, helped uh, make you win that game. It was a team effort, but uh, we gave Josh Burroughs, uh, one of our receivers out there, I think he only had one or two catches, uh, but he blocked his tail off on the edge, and a lot of those big plays were sprung because of him and Ian Schaefer blocked on the H-back, that wing-back situation. Um, a freshman stepped up with Wayne and Raider. Ian caught some big passes. Uh, defensively, there was timely, uh, timely tackles, timely stops, obviously, in a two-minute situation at the end. It's a it's complete team effort. Obviously, you can't run the ball without that line and uh, get that ball back. So, complete team effort there. You talk about team effort. It's going to be needed next week against a very good Ashland uh, Crestview football team. Uh, beating Western Reserve last night. Of course, Jude Munn's going down with an injury. That might have affected how that game turned out. Who knows? Uh, but we know Crestview's a good football team. And uh, have you had a chance to even think about them yet, prepare for them yet? Just kind of give us a, your thoughts on, on next week's game. Uh, looked at a little bit of film, but uh, Coach Haverdale down there always does a great job. Uh, you know him quite a bit with through wrestling and obviously football. Uh, but Crestview historically hard nose. We're going to run that ball off. Um, quarterback Coon, he does a good job of getting that uh, play action pass down the field. Uh, we've got to do a better job of protecting against that. So always going to Crestview is a challenge. So that's going to be uh, our focus this week. 
Coach, before we let you go, uh, overall, Firelands Conference play, you know, started uh, last night with that Plymouth game. Uh, do you feel the Firelands Conference is going to be like this, uh, kind of week in, week out, uh, you know, uh, barn burner type of games? Um, I We knew coming in, the last couple of years, the Firelands Conference has been improving, improving, and week in, week out, you never know. Um, it's going to be situation like that but it's definitely competitive all across the board you never know who's going to, to take that victory on a friday or saturday night all right thanks coach i appreciate you coming on here this morning talking about monroeville football and we wish you the best of luck going forward thanks so much yep thank you enjoy the rest of the weekend thank you for having me all right thank you uh tyler nestor there the head football coach at monroeville and yeah, what a game that was last night. Uh, the Eagles pulling it out there in the end. Uh, made a de- defensive stand late in that ball game uh, to get the football back and uh, won that one against Plymouth, who who was undefeated coming into that game. Yeah, let's talk about Plymouth a little bit. Again, a three and zero start to their season, and, and but you know, it seems like year in year out, there's been some some conference games that's to, to say that uh, they've come just short, and they seem like uh, season to season that they're just short here and there, a play here or there, a, a win-loss you know, here or there by a couple points from being a really good football team. And and if Plymouth could have got that win on the, on the road to Monroeville, that would have been huge for them to get mm-hmm. that victory. Uh, but as it stands, Monroeville got the victory, got them back to 500. That was a big game last night for, for both schools, and uh, Plymouth will be fine. I think there's still several wins on the record for them this season. Monroeville, tough task next week, and we'll, we'll see how that turns out. But uh, both teams, both Monroeville and St. Paul, will be definitely competing for the playoffs. All right, there you go, folks. We'll take a break. And when we come back, we're going to talk some Norwalk football with Todd Fox, the head coach of the Truckers. Norwalk pulling out the win, as we mentioned, at Edison last night, a late touchdown by quarterback Payne Flores on the ground. So we'll... Talk about that game with Coach Fox right after this here in the Locker Room Show. We're with you till 10.30 this morning, taking you up to Ohio State football coverage. The Bellevue Hospital extends best wishes, good health, and success to all area student-athletes. The athlete's choice to be active, play hard, keep fit, and work to be on top of their games sets a great example for all of us to make healthy choices. And the Bellevue Hospital is the right choice for all of your health care needs. Visit them online at BellevueHospital.com or follow them on Facebook. The Bellevue Hospital, quality care close to home for over 100 years. Shields IGA is part of Norwalk's original hometown team, serving the community for 75 years. Shields IGA Marketplace is your one-stop shop for all of your barbecue and tailgate supplies, deli trays and meats for the grill, fresh produce, baked goods, snacks, and more. They now have a points reward system for fuel and in-store purchases. New self-checkout lines, too. Find their weekly ad specials and digital coupons online at ShieldsIGA.com. Simple and free. If only everything in life were this easy. Well, at Firelands Federal Credit Union, your banking can be simple and free with their Simply Free checking account. No minimum balance, no monthly service charge, free debit card, free online banking, free bill pay, and free mobile banking with mobile deposit. It's Simply Free Checking from Firelands Federal Credit Union. Visit firelandsfcu.org for more details. Firelands Federal Credit Union. Why just bank when you can belong? 
Wholesale, Wholesale, Wholesale. Smiley Automotive has so many vehicles at wholesale pricing, they had to create Wholesale Alley. With vehicles way under market value, including a 2019 Dodge Ram that is priced almost 14 grand off. How about a Ford Ranger that is marked down thousands of dollars? Need a safe and reliable family vehicle or have a new driver in the house but don't want to break the bank? Smiley Automotive has something for that too. Visit Wholesale Alley at Smiley Automotive today. Smiley Automotive, make it car buying simple. The Locker Room Show continues with your hosts, Josh Bowman and Kevin Rasnick. What is that? I painted my face. You painted your face? Yeah. Why? On 95.3 WLKR. Well, you know, support the team. Oh, there you go. Let them know you're out there. This is the playoffs. Presented by Schaefer Danhoff, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, Ram. All right, back here in the Locker Room Show. It's 925 and currently 68 degrees. Josh Bowman here alongside Kevin Rasnick and joining us on the Domino's Hotline. To the phone lines we go and Todd Fox, the Norwalk football head coach. And coach, thanks for joining us here this morning. Appreciate it. And uh, you guys, a big win there on the road at Edison last night. Yeah, it was a, a, win, a win at the end and that's what matters is the win. Yes, it does. And uh, let's talk about uh, that game last night, uh, especially there in the the end. Uh, talk about that play where uh, your quarterback Flores uh, took it to the house late in the ball game. Well, we've been trying to expand our offense and let him uh, use his legs a little bit more. And uh, it's just one of our play calls where it's a quarterback power, and uh, he made the right read. You know, he had to read the backers. The backers didn't move, so he kept it and took off. Well, let's talk about uh, his evolution of play this season. Uh, you guys getting your first win, and but in a lot of ball games, and, and his play that I've seen, anyways, is we've seen him play pretty good. We've seen him maybe struggle a little bit. Just talk about his his evolution going into uh, last night's game and after uh, the game last night. Well, you know, he, this is his first year starting with us, and honestly, our offense has changed a little bit, using his read a little bit more because we knew his capabilities to run the ball. Uh, so, you know, for anybody, the game's got to slow down uh, at this next level. And he, I think, progressively uh, slowed down for him. And uh, he's doing some great things for us. And uh, it takes a, a support cast, but they've, they've hung in with him, and uh, that support cast is making big things happen. Well, last night's uh, an emotional game for obvious reasons with all the tributes and the flyovers for, for Max Zoviak. And, and I know you guys have done uh, a, a conscious, had a conscious effort to show your support uh, to the community and and uh, everybody over there in Berlin Heights and Milan. And just talk about uh, the emotions of that game and, and the challenges as, as a coach to make sure your kids are able to uh, kind of play football and have their mind right for kickoff. Well, you know, it, there was something that was on our mind all week for that community and our community. Uh, and our country, to be honest, and right. uh, it really hit home with our kids too. And we talked about it all week, prepping that you know his loss, what it represents, and represents that he grew up in our area. He grew up in the same kind of life that we are living now, and uh, we wanted to honor him as much as we could and honor that community and 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 uh, that's what he lost his life for. Yeah, certainly. Uh, again, our our thoughts, you know, prayers, and everything goes with with as you mentioned it is a fair point, especially on nine eleven. You kind of think in, in big terms uh, of, of of for our country. So certainly, uh, as we mentioned before, high school sports does a good job of of kind of getting people uh, uh, distracted or whatever it is. But uh, let's talk about uh, your your next week's opponent uh, with Columbus Bishop Hartley, and you guys got the victory that was huge for you guys last night. But on to a very tough opponent. 
did. You know, we, we I tell our guys we scheduled the way we did this year because we expected to compete and be able to play and win these games. So uh, Bishop Hartley is a very good football program, very good football team. Um, so we, you know, they got a couple of big time prospects on their team, and uh, but they're they're going to suit up eleven just like we are, and uh, we're excited to play a program at that. They saw it us out to play, and we're going to see what we can do on our field uh, next Friday night. We're looking forward to it, Coach, and uh, we'll have it here on 95.3. So uh, thanks so much for giving us a few minutes here, Coach Fox. Appreciate it, and we'll talk to you next week. All right. Thank you, and go Truckers. All right, Todd Fox there, the head football coach at Norwalk. And, yeah, big one next week for the Truckers. <clears throat> yeah, you're talking, you know, a state uh, favorite, favorite to be, at least uh, playing for a state title, and, and, and the Truckers program is in a position – um, it's 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 tough, right? Because they have a tough schedule, but that's kind of who they are. Coach Fox and started with Coach McFarland, kind of building that program up. Where you have to kind of, you know, you can't schedule. And I won't name schools to, to offend anybody, but you can't schedule lesser opponents anymore. You're a type of school that you have to schedule up a little bit to, and play. It's a tough competition and get yourself ready for the postseason. Who knows what that means for them this year, as far as overall record and as far as getting into the playoffs. But as a program as a whole, under Coach Fox and. As I mentioned, Coach McFarland kind of building that program up. They're they're a team that, uh, you know, I think you have to look at them as they have to schedule tough opponents because, generally speaking, they're prepping themselves for a playoff run. Right, and uh, you got to be prepared for that. And uh, like you said, uh, got got to schedule up for sure. All right, a new segment that we have here on the show: Friday night highlights. We're going to go ahead and do that before we talk to uh, the next head coach on the program, Bob Owen of Eden. Uh, that's where we play one highlight back from each of our broadcast games last night. So let's start off with our game here on uh, WLKR last night. How about that long pass uh, to Trey Paxton last night, Willard, uh, with, with the long pass from Robinson, Connor Robinson to Isaac Robinson to uh, Trey Paxton. Here you go. And goes in motion for the flashes. Three receivers far side. Robinson looks near side, and did he, he held on to it. That should be a catch. That was a great throw. What a catch. Play of the night. Heck of a throw down here in the near sideline. We have a Lucas Bruce down on the field right now. Hopefully he's okay, but what a beautiful throw on this near side of the field. That was Trey Paxton with the catch. They pulled that one in, and they'll spot it at the 25-yard line. All right, moving on to our next highlight. Let's go to uh, K96, that Flores touchdown run that we just talked to Coach Fox about. Dan Tracy comes back with Flores on third down and 10. Tracy's going to go in motion. Flores, he's just going to call his own number, and he's going to have the first down. And he's down to the 30. He's to the 20. 15, 10, 5. Touchdown, Truckers. And that was a great job of running the quarterback draw. He ran that quarterback draw, saw the opening off the left tackle, scooted up the field, came to the near sideline, and just outraced everybody in blue and orange. There you go, Randy Horde, Mark Lane on the call there. And let's, let's wrap things up with our game on 92-9 last night, Monroeville and Plymouth. A touchdown pass from Raider to Schuler. Here you go. Two receivers to the right of the formation, one to the left. Raider in the shotgun with one tailback on either side. Handoff right side this time, looking for Schuler. Cuts back to the middle. He's got a blocker downfield. Schuler towards the end zone with the leap, and he is into the end zone for the Monroeville touchdown. 
And that's the same type of play Monroeville's run is uh, they kind of sealed the edge there. Nice block, I believe, by uh, number three, Landon Raider. He sealed the edge, and uh, Schuler was able to get through there. There you go. Uh, Chris Morgan and Brock Manlet there on the call last night. There's a look at your uh, Friday night highlights. So let's go ahead and take another break here. When we come back, we're going to preview tonight's matchup in high school football. St. Paul and Eden with Eden's head coach, Bob Owen. He is coming up next here on the Locker Room Show. Stay with us. Teamwork, discipline, and responsibility all go a long way in preparing today's student-athlete for the years after high school graduation. The Law Office of Harwood Niedermeyer encourages you to support high school athletics and the lessons it can teach. Also, please support the academic and music boosters. This message is a service of the Law Offices of Harwood Niedermeyer, 111 Myrtle Avenue, downtown Willard. Call 419-935-0171. By now, most of you are familiar with Noble Sports and Trophies in Norwalk. Dwight and the crew have been around since 1986. But do you know everything that they do? They do silkscreen printing, embroidery, heat press, vinyl cutting, custom designs, team wear, awards, scratch engraving, laser engraving, glass engraving, and add specialty items. Add all that to their 30 years of experience, and why would you go anywhere else but Noble Sports and Trophies? On 8.5 East Seminary Street in Norwalk. Getting ready for high school football games? The Village Drive-Thru is the place to get all of your game day munchies and a large selection of ice-cold beverages. The Village Drive-Thru, located on the square in Milan, carries 26 flavors of Toff's ice cream, Dole Whip, shaved ice, hand-spun milkshakes, and snacks. Open late during football games, the Village Drive-Thru can handle all your lottery party needs and has pull tabs benefiting Edison Athletic Boosters. The Village Drive-Thru wishes all the area's high school teams a great season. Westside Sunoco, located on West Main Street in Norwalk, is proud to provide you with quality Sunoco fuel and proud to serve your community. Whether you need to fill your tank up or fill your belly with a cup of coffee, energy drink, or snack to get you through the day, it's safe to say Westside Sunoco has you covered. Westside Sunoco is a proud supporter of all local athletes. Congratulations to the parents, coaches, and of course the student athletes for your success. Everyone from Westside Sunoco will be cheering you on. The Locker Room Show with your hosts, Josh Bowman and Kevin Rasnick. I gotta tell you, you're lucky you're not cursed with this charisma. Every Saturday morning at 9 on 95.3, the sports voice of the Firelands. Back here on the Locker Room Show, Josh Bowman, Kevin Rasnick with you. It's 9.35 on this September 11th. Of course, the 20th anniversary of 9-11, and we'll talk a little bit more about that later on in the program. But with us right now, head coach of the Eden Bombers, Bob Owen, and want to thank him for joining us here. And uh, good good uh, morning to you, Coach. How you doing today? Good morning, Josh. I appreciate having me on. Yes, uh, no problem at all. Let's talk about your program a little bit. Uh, for the listeners out there that are not too familiar with you, kind of recap your season so far and uh, tell us a little bit about, uh, you know, the style of play uh, that you guys do. Well, um, this is my second year at Eden. We were 6-4 and four last year, and then we got off to a good start so far this year with three wins. And, um, 
our style of play is is five wide open, real similar to what St. Paul does, and <laughs> with their T formation. So it's a contrast of two different uh, philosophies uh, going at it tonight. Um, but we have seven seniors, and a lot of our kids go both ways. And on film, it looks like a lot, a lot of the St. Paul kids go both ways as well. Yeah, Coach, uh, Coach, it took me about a half a second to uh, catch the sarcasm there. Yeah, it's going to be definitely uh, uh, a contrast of styles. And, and, and Eden and St. Paul has have played in the past, uh, in the postseason, just a couple years ago. Uh, have you watched that game on film? Yeah, I have. When I first took over last year, I watched it um, and everything. And um, that was one of the reasons to pick up St. Paul was to that we had some uh, history with them and our kids knew a little bit about them and not go into a game blind um, because we're we're still still uh, working on um, the mental part of the game and, and everything. So, coach, that was my philosophy. Coach, let's talk about your roster a little bit. You mentioned uh, kids going both ways, but uh, give us some names of uh, some of your key players uh, on offense and defense. Well, we have a senior quarterback uh, that started for four years, Drew Gallagher. Um We have a couple of twins, uh, Hayden and Henley Dye, that are receivers. Um, have Gannon Ripke as a receiver, Caden Nestor, and Ethan Steinke. And um, Wade Parrish will rotate in with those five kids. Um, we have a... Real nice offensive tackle, Cassius Holbert, and the other kids. Most of our lines back from last year, um, and then defensively, you know, all those kids play defense as well. Well, let's talk about uh, your team here as far as um, preparation for St. Paul and and watching St. Paul on film. What does the thing stand out to you, and what do your kids need to do to respond to the things that you see St. Paul do well? Well, if we if we don't tackle, it's going to be over quick. Uh, their kids run extremely hard. Very impressed with their running style and how the offensive line gets off the football. Um, and they're very uh, they play really hard, fundamental football. And you know, John's been there a long long time and had great success and everything. It's just my first time going against him. That's all. Coach uh, Bob Owen joining us here from the Eden Bombers. Want to thank him for being on the program here today. And uh, coach, uh, looking at this matchup here tonight, uh, what are your keys to a win here? Uh, I think getting ahead of St. Paul would be a, a big, big deal because you know their style of play is you know three yards in a cloud of dust. Even though um, they are capable of throwing, they throw it. Just about everybody on the team, even the running back 32, can throw it to the quarterback out on in the um, that bunch formation they run. So um, try to get them off their their game a little bit, but we have to tackle well. We would like to get some turnovers from them, um, and they're going to put pressure on us, and we're going to have to block their pressure. Uh, to be successful. 
All right, Coach, appreciate you coming on the show here this morning. We wish you the best of luck in tonight's game and safe travels there from Eden, and uh, best of luck tonight. I appreciate it very much. Thank you. Coach Bob Owen there joining us from the Eden Bombers, and uh, looking forward to that matchup tonight, Kevin. Uh, on paper, it looks like a tremendous matchup. It certainly does. Battle of two, uh, three and O teams, contrasting styles. Certainly, that's the case. Eden's quarterback. I remember him from a couple of years ago when we broadcasted that playoff game uh, uh, when they played each other. Uh, I think it uh, was. A, I know St. Paul got the win. It was a close game. I think just a touchdown or two. And, and that quarterback stands out from 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 that game and four year starter. So look for him to to really test that flyer secondary. That's for sure. Yeah. So folks, we'll have that for you tonight. Six thirty for pregame right after the Ohio State postgame show. 6.30 pregame in the Huddle Coaches Show, and that will be followed by kickoff at 7 o'clock. I'll be joined by Mark Lane on the call tonight. So let's go ahead and take another break here in our program. When we come back, we'll talk to Eden's opponent, the St. Paul Flyers, and their head coach, of course, John Livengood, will further preview Eden and St. Paul right after this on the Locker Room Show on 95.3 WLKR. Caring, innovative. These are just a few of the words that our patients use to describe their experience at Fisher Titus Medical Center. Every day, our staff strives to treat each of our patients as if they were one of our own, like Fisher Titus family. At Fisher Titus, we're proud to offer our community a wide range of services, from pediatrics to senior care, ensuring you get the right care right here in your own community. We are here for you. We are Fisher Titus Medical Center. To find a location near you, visit fishertitus.org. If your home is too hot in the summer or too cold in the winter, or maybe your heating and cooling bill is way too high, it's probably time for a new heating and cooling unit for your home. In Huron County, call the folks at Norwalk Heating and Air, and in Erie County, call Huron Heating and Air. Norwalk Heating and Air and Huron Heating and Air are your hometown Lennox dealerships. Lennox Heating and Air Conditioning Units deliver you the perfect temperature, efficiency, and energy savings for your home. Call Norwalk Heating and Air or Huron Heating and Air for a free estimate today. How do you define strength? Is it physical? Or is it mental? Maybe it's both. Maybe it's whatever empowers a person to dig deeper, fight harder, and overcome obstacles that once seemed insurmountable. Discover how much stronger and more confident your children can be. Encourage them to participate in a sport when they go to high school. This message presented by the Ohio High School Athletic Association and the Ohio Interscholastic Athletic Administrators Association. Are you aware of any weekly tax law changes? Are you taking all the deductions you are entitled to? Are you confident that you don't owe any penalties or interest because of previous reporting errors? Steinolson and Stang CPAs have been serving the area for over 55 years specializing in small business and individual tax filing, financial statement preparation, payroll preparation, and individual tax planning. Call Chris Stang or Todd Olson at Stein Olson and Stang to discover the difference. Never underestimate the value of a CPA. 
36-month leases, zero due at signing, 10K miles a year, plus tax title registration and doc fee, no security deposit, and it's 93021. Jeep Adventure Days is going on now at Ken Ganley Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, Norwalk and Sandusky's highest volume local dealer and surrounding counties. Save over $10,000 off MSRP on remaining 2020 Rams and select new 2021 Rams. Sign and drive the 2021 Ram Quad Cap, $299 a month, or take your choice. 2021 Jeep Compass 4x4 80th Anniversary Edition, $349 a month, sign and drive. 2021 Ram Crew Cap, $349 a month, sign and drive. 2021 Jeep Cherokee 4x4 80th Anniversary Edition, $349 a month, sign and drive. All with zero do it signing at Ken Ganley, your number one hometown country dealer. Take Turnpike Exit 118, 250 South to 226 Milan Avenue, Norwalk. Ken Ganley, Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram.com. This is the point in the show where I usually think about what I'm going to eat afterwards. The Locker Room Show continues with your hosts, Josh Bowman and Kevin Rasnick. I typically get a steak because I'm a man. And I tell you, if eating steak is manly, it is the only manly attribute I have. On 95.3 WLKR. I, I'm not, I know nothing about cars. I'm not handy. I can't fix things. Something breaks in our apartment. I just look at my wife like, we should call someone. Presented by Schaefer Danhoff, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, Ram. Here on the Locker Room Show, it's 946. Josh Bowman alongside Kevin Rasnick here. And uh, unable to get a hold of John Livengood at the moment, but hopefully uh, he'll give us a call here shortly. But uh, further talking about that matchup uh, coming up tonight here on LKR, St. Paul and Eden. And for St. Paul, they're just uh, this year uh, doing what what they do, uh, running the football, running it very effectively. Uh, Good defense, fundamentally sound, all the things that you come to expect. Good special teams. Basically everything you expect from a St. Paul Flyers team, and and for them, uh, they're certainly uh, uh, probably the toughest task of the season is going to go against this Eden team. Again, we mentioned they're three and zero, tremendous passing game. I met in the past in the playoffs just a couple years ago. St. Paul was able to get that victory, and and I'm looking forward to that. I might be able to attend there tonight. I know you'll have the broadcast on the air uh, with Mark Lane, so really, really looking forward to, to this uh, non-conference matchup. Of course, this game had to happen because South Central were unable to play this week because uh, of COVID issues, and so that's certainly you hope everything's okay with them and they're able to play uh, next week at the very least and, and get things going. We mentioned that uh, there was a game uh, Bay last night had to cancel because of hand, foot, and mouth disease. So not only uh, COVID being an issue, a team had to cancel because of hand, foot, and mouth disease. So uh, another crazy season. I thought we would be beyond that uh, this year for this season with everything that happened last year. Uh, unfortunately, uh, we're not quite there yet as far as uh, smooth sailing when it comes to high school sports. But credit to John Livingood, who's the athletic director, as well as the head coach. 
uh, to get this game scheduled really quick. Uh, Mark Hayes will put together a nice article explaining how that came together and uh, able to get that to be a home game, having, having to travel all the way out there. So uh, it worked out uh, for St. Paul. If they get the victory, even better. Uh, but just to get a game in after having it canceled, uh, their game against South Central canceled, still uh, it's uh, an accomplishment in itself. Yeah, looking at uh, some of the St. Paul numbers this year, uh, Will Steber, 422 yards and five touchdowns on the season. Uh, Quincy Krabs, he has about 250 yards and three touchdowns on the season. Uh, Cade Maxwell, nine catches for 142 yards and a score. Uh, quarterback Eli Fisher, he's played uh, decent this year, 17 of 26, 242 yards, three touchdowns. Uh, kicker Tyler Perkins, of course, we know about him and where he's going to school and everything. Uh, what, Iowa State, right? Yep. yep. Yeah, he's uh, 13 of 14 on extra points, one of two on field goals, and punting five times for a yard, uh, 44 yard average. So pretty impressive. But, uh, Will Steber and Krabs also very good on defense. Uh, Steber has 30 tackles, a fumble recovery, and Three pass breakups on the year. Also, Crabs, 29 tackles, four pass breakups. So, as uh, Coach Owen uh, of Eden told us, uh, you know, they have a lot of kids going both ways. Of course, St. Paul does as well. Yeah, I mean, you know, D7, you're going to have that. That's for sure. And, and, and that's okay. You know, these kids are, are well conditioned. Weather shouldn't be much of an issue tonight. Should be a perfect night of football. Should not expect uh, cramps or too many cramps uh, to be, uh, to be a problem. And, and this Tigers, or excuse me, this Flyers team who coming off uh, a win this year, a 10 nothing victory over the Huron Tigers, that's a Great, impressive win, and as the season progresses, as here on, I think their season turns out that win will look better and better. Uh, the you know, the St. Paul Flyers, we saw that game forty-eight to eighteen against uh, St. Joe's Central Catholic, and or St. Joe's, yeah. And I tell you what, that St. Joe's team is a much improved team. Uh, they were able to pass the football a little bit over to the Flyers uh, in that game. That has me a little bit concerned how that pass defense could hold against Eden, and then uh, a dominating victory over a Tiffin Kelbert team a week ago, forty-two nineteen. And again, this will be the toughest challenge of the season for the Flyers. Can their pass defense hold up to the great passing game of the of the Eden what Bombers I think is what their yes. nickname are Yeah, the Bombers kind of like a uh, uh, a jet kind of like that. So we'll go ahead and take a quick break. We'll see if we can catch up with John Livengood. If not, uh, we'll see if Scott Petrick or Mark Lane are, are ready to join us. So we'll take a break here in the locker room show. Be back right after this. This is hit a ton. Deep right. Eaton track wall. Gone! Indians baseball on WLKR. And Jose Ramirez with two down in the sixth has put the Indians on top two to one. The Indians take on the Brewers tomorrow afternoon at 110 at Progressive Field. Airtime for Indians warm-up, 1235. This is Terry Francona. Your home for Tribe Baseball is 95.3 WLKR. In January of 2017, I was diagnosed with acute lymphoblastic leukemia. And within 24 hours of that diagnosis, uh, we found ourselves here in Memphis at St. Jude. They knew what they were doing. 
They knew how they were going to treat her. They laid out this elaborate plan. We didn't know what the future was or if there even was a future. But with St. Jude, there was. Not that long ago, the survival rate was 4%. 4%. But through the work and research that St. Jude does, that's now 94%. And you know how that got done? It's through donations. By people getting behind this mission that no child dies in the dawn of life. St. Jude Children's Research Hospital. Finding cures, saving children. Learn more at stjude.org. Crowd in the shotgun. Quick snap. Ryan Williams wide right. He gets all the way to the 50. Down to the Minnesota 40. Williams to the gopher 20-yard line. Down the right sideline. He takes it to the house. This is the voice of the Buckeyes, Paul Keels. Saturday, it's the home opener for Ohio State as they welcome in the Oregon Ducks. We'll be on the air with the AEP Energy Buckeye pregame show beginning at 10.30 a.m. here on the Ohio State Sports Network from Learfield. Your on County's home for Ohio State football is 95.3 WLKR. The Locker Room Show continues on 95.3 WLKR. Presented by Schaefer Danhoff Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. Back here in the Locker Room Show, it is 9.53. Josh Bowman here alongside Kevin Rasnick. We're with you till 10.30 this morning, taking you up to Buckeye football coverage. And speaking of football, let's talk some Browns football. And believe it or not, uh, the season is ready to get going. Finally, uh, I got to say that. Uh, coming up on a Sunday, the Browns at the Chiefs, a 425 kickoff. And with us right now to preview it, Scott Petrick from the Chronicle-Telegram. Good morning, Scott. How you doing? I'm good. How are you guys? We're doing well. And uh, what a matchup for the Browns for week one uh, on the national stage. Yeah, it really is. I mean, there's so many elements to this game, but the fact that it's the Chiefs who are arguably the best team in the NFL, and they knocked the Browns out of the playoffs, you know, less than eight months ago. So I think everybody would be excited. But the fact that it's in Kansas City again, I can take it to a couple other levels. Yeah, and let's talk about uh, going to the other levels. Expectations really high for this team, certainly uh, locally, nationally. A lot of people are high on the Browns as well. And and how do you think this team is handling those expectations? I know the season hasn't started yet, but uh, a lot of noise around this team. How do you think uh, Coach Stavansky is, is handling those high expectations? Yeah, I think they've done a really good job with it, and I'm glad you mentioned Stavansky because he's a huge part of this. And, it's, you know, the emphasis is on the work. It's a one-day-at-a-time, one-week-at-a-time approach. And on top of that, you know, I think you can contrast it easily with 2019 when there were, again, high expectations. And you don't hear the same, I don't know, bragging from the team. I don't think you hear the same over-the-top discussions. You know, I think everybody's just kind of in the moment. They know how good they can be, but they also know that they have to go out and prove it. So I like where they are from a mindset standpoint. Scott Petrick here joining us from the Chronicle Telegram. The Browns, of course, play in the Chiefs. And uh, was there any takeaways at all for, from from the preseason that that you saw that uh, you know kind, kind of positive aspects? Well, you know, I mean, the starters barely played, but I think what stood out to me the most was Greg Newsom the second, the rookie cornerback out of Northwestern. I thought he played really well, and he earned the starting role that he had. That comes with a tough job because he'll face Tyreek Hill, 
in my face, Travis Kelsey, two of the best weapons in the NFL. And then, you know, Donovan Peoples-Jones, not so much preseason, a little bit in the preseason, but just throughout training camp, I think he really emerged as a number three receiver. Well, you know, I want to go back to Kevin Stefanski a little bit. We touched on it earlier, and, and we know coaches are important. You know, they talk about personnel decisions, X's and O's, and, and, and clock management, all those things that go in-game that are important. But, uh, you know, for me, uh, you know, watching him from the outside, I'm sure you there on the inside, uh, he kind of sets the tone for the whole entire team and the franchise. Just talk about what he means, you know, outside the Hasmar arcs, outside the, 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 the game itself. What does he mean for the, uh, for the tone and how this team is run? Yeah, you're right. I mean, we could focus on him as a play caller, but there's so much more to it. And we saw last year, you know, he was coaching there not just because he called plays, not just because they won the run of five. It's this even feel personality that I think this served this team so well last year and will again this year. And you only have to go back to week one a year ago. Right? They could be 38 to 6 in Baltimore and nobody panicked, nobody freaked out, and then they won the next whatever it was, four or five games. So I think he's got the perfect personality and you see reflected in the players and again to go back to that expectation type thing I think he's really kind of tamped that down and that was necessary and you know not to rip on Freddie Kitchens but he did not he failed in that role just a couple of years ago. Scott Patrick here brownzone.com and of course Chronicle Telegram and uh, Scott uh Looking at the defense for the Browns, we all know about Miles Garrett and everything. Uh, did the Browns do enough in the offseason and defensively? Uh, y- you feel uh, heading into this season uh, that, that will uh, you know help put them over the top here this year? Yeah, I mean, they did a ton, right? They could have eight new starters when they open Sunday in their nickel package. So Andrew Barry, that was the focus of the offseason. Now, I think there might be some struggles early. You're relying on a couple of rookies and Newsom and Jeremiah Wusu-Koromoa. Um, maybe there's a, you know, kind of a learning curve there. But, yeah, I mean, they added Jadavion Clowney. They added Anthony Walker Jr., the rookies, John Johnson the third at safety. So I expect the defense to take a big leap. And if it does, then, yeah, then the Browns are in that discussion with the best teams in the AFC. And speaking of the best teams in the AFC, of course, Kansas City, where the Browns will be on Sunday. And, uh, Scott, going your crystal ball a little bit, uh, what, what, what do you see uh, on Sunday? How, how do you think, or at least in your opinion, how do you think it's going to play out? Yeah, I, I think we're going to see more of a shootout. You know, last year's playoff game was 22-17. Part of that was Mahomes got hurt, but it was just the way the game played out. I, I think we're going to see points for both teams. Um, you know, I think it's going to be a really good game. I, I have the Chiefs winning 34-31. Um, we'll come down to a play. It's tough to pick against them. In Kansas City, a full Arrowhead Stadium, and the Chiefs are 14, have won their last 14 September game. Mahomes is 10 and 0 in September with crazy stats. It's just hard to pick against them, and I don't think that you know it's no knock on the Browns. You know, I just think the Chiefs are really good, and I think the Browns, if they lose a close game, could still take a lot of positives away. Well, I think it's one of those games that a win helps more than a loss hurts, if that makes sense. Yeah, no, yeah, exactly. I hear what you're saying, and I think you know if the Browns show up and play well like I think they will, then I think you can expect them to get on a roll and be the, you know, I think they're going to win the AFC North. And that even comes with a loss in week one. All right, good stuff, Scott. I know you're a busy guy, so thanks for giving us a couple minutes here this morning. Uh, safe travels, and uh, uh, we'll, we'll be uh, talking with you here in the near future, okay? Sounds good. Thanks, guys.
All right, Scott Petrick there joining us, uh, of course, the Chronicle Telegram and his great website. If you haven't been there, check it out, brownzone.com. So much information. You could get lost in that page for, for hours at a time. So there you go, uh, Scott Petrick joining us. Uh, yeah, uh, what about those numbers that he just talked about? Uh, the, Pat Mahomes and the crazy stats in September. What what did he say? They won 14 games in a row in September. 14 straight uh, September games. Uh, Mahomes, well, he said it was 10 and 0 in September. So certainly odds. Browns are a good football team, but the odds are not in their favor to get that one on the road week one. Um, I think if, if they can be competitive and keep it a one, one score game, certainly you want them to win, and that's that's what you're hoping for. But I don't think a loss, especially if it's a close loss, hurts all that bad. Uh, considering you're playing arguably the best team in football week one. Uh, we know success uh, in 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 September. It just it won't be the end of the world if they lose, right? Right, and uh, yeah, like he said, could be an old fashioned shootout. Well, we'll see what happens. Uh, what did he say? Thirty four, thirty one's his prediction, and who knows? Yeah, I mean, it's so hard to to predict, but uh, I, I see it kind of going that way, right? In the thirties, within one score, you know, three points is a touchdown, maybe. Uh, I think it come down to like turnovers. Uh, the Baker Mayfield. He's going to have to have a nice game, obviously. Uh, Nick Chubb's going to have to run really well, and they can't turn the football over. They can't make little mistakes, penalties, you know, the, the, the random fall starts to back them up five yards, you know, third, get themselves in third and longs or, or things like that. There's no margin for error for, for little mistakes against the uh, uh, against the Chiefs. And we know uh, defensively, uh, you know, for the Browns, uh, you're not going to stop Pat Mahomes, and nobody's going to really. But you you got to get some stops here and there, uh, you know, maybe – contain him if you will the old saying uh, you can't stop him you can only hope to contain him and we'll see what happens yeah you hope for maybe a, a defensive touchdown right uh, maybe yeah. a, a mistake by Mahomes or a fumble you know you got a rookie cornerback out there starting his first NFL game against Pat Mahomes in that high powered offense we'll see if they try to take advantage of that matchup and just you know a lot of uh, things that's, that's going to be uh, difficult for the Browns to overcome but good teams find a way to overcome situations like this and let's see what they do. All right, Browns and Chiefs, of course, coming up in Kansas City on a Sunday afternoon at 425. I believe that's going to be uh, the CBS, you know, spotlight game with uh, Jim Nance, Tony Romo and company on that one. So I like what they do. So th- th- that should be a fun one to watch. Yeah, I'm glad it's on the national stage. Not a huge fan of the uh, of the of the late games, the four o'clock games. Once that game gets over, it feels like the weekend's over and you're preparing for for, for work the next day. Um, I like those 1 o'clock games because you feel like you still have a little bit of weekend left, <laughs> just a little bit uh, when that game is over. But uh, just glad that we're having football, uh, you know, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Unbelievably that we're approaching the halfway point of the high school football season. Uh, week 4 just about uh, about done, week 5 next week, and we are just now kicking off the NFL season. Yeah, pretty crazy. So there you go, folks. Uh, just after 10 o'clock, so we'll take a break here. And when we come back, we'll talk to John Livengood as he just got a hold of me and says he's ready to go here next. So we'll talk to Coach Livengood of the St. Paul Flyers coming up after the break. And if you're wondering, what are you guys still doing on? Well, we're on till 1030 this morning, up until the Buckeyes pregame coverage at 1030 with kickoff at noon, the Buckeyes and the Oregon Ducks. Stay tuned. More Locker Room Show coming up next here on 95.3 WLKR. Don't you dare touch that dial. Objection, Your Honor. Overruled. 95.3 WLKR-FM, Norwalk. It's time now for a look at your WLKR Entertainment Guide. 
Dupree's Dead Band is playing the Woodstock Cafe as part of Third Thursdays on September 16th. Golgo Bordello will play the Agora on Friday, September 17th, doors open at 7 p.m. 311 will be playing Jacob's Pavilion at Nautica as part of their Live from the Ride tour on September 18th. Toad the Wet Sprocket will play the House of Blues in Cleveland on September 19th. Nine Inch Nails with the Pixies will be at Jacob's Pavilion at Nautica on Tuesday, September 21st and Thursday, September 23rd. Dr. Dog Last Tour will be at 7 p.m. on September 26th at the House of Blues in Cleveland. For more information on these and other events or to subscribe to our entertainment guide on your Google Calendar, visit our website at WLKRradio.com. 36-month leases, zero due at signing, 10K miles a year, plus tax title registration and doc fee, no security deposit, and it's 93021. Jeep Adventure Days is going on now at Ken Ganley Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. Norwalk and Sandusky's highest volume local dealer and surrounding counties. Save over $10,000 off MSRP on remaining 2020 Rams and select new 2021 Rams. Sign and drive the 2021 Ram Quad Cap, $299 a month, or take your choice, 2021. Jeep Compass 4x4 80th Anniversary Edition. $349 a month, sign and drive. 2021 Ram Crew Cab. $349 a month, sign and drive. 2021 Jeep Cherokee 4x4 80th Anniversary Edition. $349 a month, sign and drive. All with zero do it signing at Ken Ganley, your number one hometown country dealer. Take Turnpike Exit 118, 250 South to 226 Milan Avenue, Norwalk. Ken Ganley, Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram.com. Crowd in the shotgun. Quick snap. Ryan Williams wide right. He gets all the way to the 50. Down to the Minnesota 40. Williams to the gopher 20-yard line. Down the right sideline. He takes it to the house. This is the voice of the Buckeyes, Paul Keels. Saturday, it's the home opener for Ohio State as they welcome in the Oregon Ducks. We'll be on the air with the AEP Energy Buckeye pregame show beginning at 10.30 a.m. here on the Ohio State Sports Network from Learfield. Huron County's home for Ohio State football is 95.3 WLKR. The Alzheimer's Association and the Ad Council present the story of Cynthia and Ed. My mother was always very active and independent, and she was familiar with her neighborhood. But one day, out of the blue, she stopped at the stop sign for much longer than usual. And uh, she didn't know whether she should go forward or, or turn or just stay at the stop sign. She wasn't even really sure where she was at. She was very concerned. It was very unsettling for her. It's important for you to talk to someone about it, to bring the family in on it. I felt so much better after my son told me, Mom, I don't want you to worry or be afraid. I'll be there for you, and we'll figure it out. When something feels different, it could be Alzheimer's. Now is the time to talk. Visit alz.org slash stories to learn more. A message from the Alzheimer's Association and the Ad Council. You're listening to The Locker Room Show with your hosts, Josh Bowman and Kevin Rasnick. You're talking to the Rolex-wearing, diamond-ring-wearing, kiss-stealing, wheeling-dealing, limousine-like, jet-flying, son of a gun. Presented by Schaefer Danhoff, Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. On 95.3 WLKR. Woo!
fitting entrance here for us. Yeah. <laughs> so, Josh Bowman, Kevin Rasnick back with you here on the Locker Room Show. It is 10.07 on this September 11th and 71 degrees outside. Tonight, high school football here on 95.3. We have St. Paul taking on Eden. With us right now, St. Paul head coach John Livengood. John, uh, it was quite, uh, quite a process, I would say, to, you know, get this game scheduled here the other day. Yeah, it was, uh, kind of a stressful day when all that occurred. Uh, you know, we had obviously prepped up for South Central over the weekend and installed our game plan on Monday with the kids. And, you know, throughout the school day, the kids were planning on playing South Central and that's what we were planning on. And then, you know, we were notified in the morning, Darren, of the AD over at South Central said we've got some, some issues and I'll be in contact with him. So, you know, I got my wheels turning and well, we've, we've got a, network across the state that sends out when games are open and stuff, and I saw that Eden was open, so I contacted them and asked them if they'd be interested in playing, you know, uh, they said they would be interested, and uh, when I was notified by Darren in the afternoon after they'd met with the administration and coaching staff, uh, they made the decision to, to pull the plug on the game, I contacted Eden and, and uh, put together a contract, and, and uh you know, we were able to do film exchange and things like that before 3 o'clock, and that's the wonders of technology and the Internet nowadays. But we were able to get the film exchange done, and we were able to actually spend Tuesdays and Wednesdays before practice watching film with the kids. And uh, so we were able to watch film with the kids before practice and get an idea of what we were going up against and, and uh, install that as we went through our practice on Tuesday. And I was real proud of the kids and how they handled that and, and, uh, and our coaching staff. And, put together our plans on Tuesday evening uh, so that we could be prepared for a good Wednesday practice throughout the week. Uh, did it take a, a lot of hard work to, to get them to come to, to your place? No, not a lot of hard work. I mean, they were they already had an away game schedule. We had a home game schedule, so we had officials, and we have all of our uh, things that we have planned for tonight were already in place. Uh, workers and stuff like that, you know, it was just a matter of, you know, do they want to drive three hours? <laughs> to, to Norwalk, and, and uh, we were able to work that out and, and uh, get the game scheduled. Well, and you know, there's certainly familiarity, at least with the program itself. Just a couple years ago, you guys met up in the playoffs. They had the same quarterback from that time. He's a really good uh, QB. We'll talk about that. Uh, does it help uh, to have at least a level of familiarity with, with the program itself? It does. Uh, you know, we, we are familiar with them because we played them a couple years back, and you know, their quarterback is the senior quarterback now, was starting as a sophomore back then. Uh, we knew the style of offense and defense, but they've got a new coaching staff. So, right. Um, with that new coaching staff, there's some changes with that. There's, there's still a spread offense like they were a few years ago, and, and uh, you know, an even front defensively and do some different things out of that. But, uh, you know, even even the teams that you know from year to year and the same coaching staff and stuff like that, there's always changes year to year. So, uh you know, we had to put together a plan, and uh, you know, our coaches we stayed, you know, <laughs> a little bit after hours on Tuesday sure. night just to get that plan together and, and had it ready for the kids on Wednesday morning. Yeah, talk about that, John. Uh, you know, uh, how how important is it to have a staff like that that'll you know put in the extra effort for you? You know, there's no question that I I feel like I'm one of the luckiest head coaches around. I've got a great staff, guys that are committed, you know, and. and and it's the same thing with our kids. There's a commitment there to, to be better and to work hard. And, and you know, it, it didn't phase a single one of them. You know, when I told them that, hey, we got to stay after practice and break down film and get this game plan put together, they were all in. And we 
uh, we got some pizza and went to work, and, and uh, they're, thankfully their wives all understood, and, you know, we were able to get it done. Yeah, that was my next uh, uh, thing to say is uh, coaches' wives are, are a different breed. And I spent a couple of seasons, you know, on a, a basketball staff for Marilbo, and I, I opened my eyes, opened my wife's eyes, how much time is spent uh, uh, as a coaching staff away from your families and, 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 and to, to not, you know, to get too far away from the game itself tonight, but just how important is it to have a home life understanding of, of some of these long hours? Well, it's, uh, you know, <laughs> yeah. Wives and children, you know, they, they pay as much sacrifice as anybody because, you know, that when you're coaching, you know, I, I think people think you just show up for that two or three hours of practice. They don't think about the game right. planning and the film breakdown and the preparation that takes place to, to play a game. And, and uh, you know, coaches' wives are, and families are, are very special. They, they have to have an understanding of what the commitment is and to, to be successful. And, and I'm very fortunate that, that our coaches or our coaches families are all very supportive and and of what we try to do and and what it takes to be successful talking with john livengood st paul head coach right now at st paul and eden here tonight on 95.3 and uh, you kind of touched on eden a little bit there john uh what do you know in uh you know watching some film and things like that uh what, what do you know about this year's eden team well, it centers around their quarterback. He's a six-four, two hundred twenty-pound kid. I believe he's a four-year starter. I know he was all Ohio in football and all Ohio in basketball last year, and their offense runs through him. Uh, they've got great skill kids. All of their receivers are, are very good. Sometimes you go up against teams with one or two really good receivers. You know, they've got four, maybe even five really good receivers, and uh, they've got good size up front. They're very aggressive defensively. Um, they're a four-three type of team, <clears throat> but they'll put down guys down on the line of scrimmage when they see a double tight type of offense. And we expect to see a lot in the box tonight, and and, and with aggressiveness. So uh, they like to play man coverage. Uh, they play decent special teams. So you know we know they're a very well coached team. By, you know Coach Olin is the, their head coach. He used to be at Fairview. And I have seen his teams on film over the years, and they're always very well coached, and they execute very well. So we know it's a big challenge for us. Uh, real quick before I let you go and talk about uh, how important defensively tonight for you guys to continue to be fundamentally sound. And, and when you look at it, are you going to go out there and, and, and you know go one-on-one against those receivers with defensive backs? Are you going to have some help with the safeties? Uh, kind of What's your game plan against a team who's, who's got good uh, skill position players? Well, it's got to be a mix. I mean, it's got to be a mix of uh, man coverage and zone coverage. It's got to be, you know, there, there's times we're going to try to pressure and times that we've got, you know, we've got to play loose and drop eight, that type of thing. So, it's, uh, you know, it'll be a mix. Um, but, you know, we've, we've got some coverages where we're rotating, doing different things like that. So, without giving too much away with our game plan, uh, you know, our, our kids got to play great in the secondary. Our kids got to play great up front. We've got to try to get pressure. When we aren't bringing any pressure with other linebackers and stuff, we've got to be able to get pressure with three. And, and uh, so, you know, our kids got to do a great job all the way around defensively because this is a team that's scoring between 40 and 50 points a game every game. Uh, they're very good. They're undefeated and uh, well coached. And, and we know that we've got to play our best tonight. All right, John, thanks for giving us a few minutes here. Appreciate it. And uh, looking forward to this matchup tonight. Best of luck to you. Thanks a lot, guys. Appreciate it. All right. John Livengood there, St. Paul head coach, athletic director, and uh, should be a fun one tonight here on WLKR. 6.30 pregame, 7 o'clock for kickoff tonight. We'll take a break here one more time. 
10.15, and time for the Sports Roundtable right after this, as we'll get you set for Ohio State football. We'll talk some Buckeye football, some Browns. Uh, we'll talk some high school football, of course, uh, with Mark Lane. Coming up next, here on the Locker Room Show, plus our Domino's Trivia question. Domino's Trivia, think uh, Cleveland Browns. Get your Cleveland Browns hats on. All right. After the break, we'll have all that for you here on the Locker Room Show. Stick with us. appreciates the more than 450 employees at their local retail and factory locations throughout the area. Thank you to everyone for your diligence and dedication. With the support of Murray & Murray Attorneys, AutoGate Security Gate Systems, Bellevue Retail Real Estate, and many other community-based sponsors, they're happy to host Goodwill employees at the annual Family Fun Event at Island Adventures in Port Clinton. Goodwill thinks employees should have fun and be treated like family. Join their team at GoodwillSandusky.org or on social media at Goodwill Squad. It happens every day in our communities, schools, and workplaces. It thrives when we remain silent about it. But sexual assault is never the victim's fault. The Nord Center's compassionate advocates provide a safe and caring environment for survivors to begin the conversation. You are not alone. Call the Sexual Assault Services Hotline at 440-204-4359. Now is the time to schedule a tune-up for your AC equipment. Holer Furnace wants to remind you that properly maintained cooling equipment runs more efficiently, lasts longer, and is safer for your family. Just like a car needs an oil change, cooling equipment needs regular maintenance. Right now, Holer Furnace is offering a 12-step diagnostic tune-up for just $104. This 12-step tune-up helps Holer return your equipment to like new operation condition. Call the company you have trusted for over 90 years. Call Holer Furnace and Sheet Metal at 419-625-7474. That's 419-625-7474. WLKR and K96 is looking for our next on-air star. We're now accepting applications for a part-time entry-level announcer and station operator. Duties include on-air announcing and operating the station during sports events and station broadcasts on evenings and weekends. Send your resume and air check to employment at WKFM.com. Mail it to 10327 Milan Road, Milan, Ohio, 44846. Or log on to WLKRadio.com or WKFM.com. No telephone calls, please. Elyria Lorraine Broadcasting Company is an equal opportunity employer. He's a man. Welcome back to the Locker Room Show on 95.3 WLKR. Such a man. It's time for the man, the myth, the legend, Mark Lane, with the Sports Roundtable. Mark joins Josh and Kevin to talk all things sports, including high school athletics, the Tribe, the Blue Jackets, the Browns, and Buckeyes, as well as what he is grilling for dinner. The Sports Roundtable and the Locker Room Show begins now. All right, back here and. uh... Of course, with that song means it's time for the Sports Roundtable with Mark Lane. Good morning, Mark. Uh, how you doing today? Oh, it, it's it's a beautiful day. Uh, doing doing good. And, uh, you know, I, I had to chuckle. You talking to Coach Live and Good about Eden. And, of course, you and I are familiar where Eden is, along with some of the Flyer faithful. You actually drove through Eden uh, 
over by the Indiana border to get to Edgerton when uh, the Flyers played the, that playoff game a few years back. Yeah, that's right. I, I totally forgot about that. I knew it was in that area, but uh, yeah, that that was a long night, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yes, it was. Mark, talk about your ball game last night. I want to first talk about uh, the the uh, Max Soviak tribute that uh, the flyover and everything. Uh, uh, what what uh, what was that like being there for that? Well, that that was it was just such a, an emotional time, and it was done so well uh, before the game. Uh, they uh, even at the scoreboard when when you came in the scoreboard before the game, it had twenty seven to twenty seven up on the board before the game started, and and then of course on the south side. Uh, by the field house, they had the 13 chairs set up with uh, the flags for each of the military members that passed. And the center chair was, uh, you know, dedicated to Max with his football jersey and wrestling singlet. And, uh, uh, you know, both teams came out before, uh, uh, and uh, each one, you know, carrying an American flag, the, the, the lead player. And they lined up facing the, the end zone. And then both the Norwalk uh, marching band and the Edison band played the national anthem. And, and then after that, uh, before the game started, they had the uh, flyover, which was, uh, we, we couldn't see it in the press backs, but, but I, I, we did get, we did get video, so we got to see it later on, but, uh, uh, I've never heard a high school football stadium as silent as it was waiting for that flyover. Yeah, I, I could only imagine what that experience was like for for everyone there, and, and um, you know, I'm glad that we were able to <clears throat> to do all that, obviously, and then still play football that night. I got to imagine that's you know what Max would would have you know really wanted to just to have you know the game being played and, and, and getting back to. "Quote unquote," as normal as you possibly could, given the circumstances. Oh, it it definitely was, and of course, Randy and I we could reflect back, you know, on on those those two playoff games in the state semifinals, uh, where uh, Max number twenty seven, you know, he played fullback and linebacker, and was actually a a captain his senior year because we saw him both his junior and senior year, and uh, you know, but. This whole experience uh, has has shown the, the resolve around here with the huge community uh, uh, support for the uh, Soviet family. Uh, and, uh, you know, we, we got to see that Wednesday when, when Max came home. And we I lived just down from the high school right off of 113. And and uh, it was just an unbelievable procession that that came through. It just went on and right. on and on, and uh, and of course uh, it's going to culminate with uh, a, a showing, uh, you know, or, or a gathering, whatever, uh, for respect for Max at the Field House tomorrow, and then uh, Monday morning at eleven o'clock will be the. Uh, service in the football stadium 
All right, Mark Layton here with us, Sports Roundtable, and let's talk about that game. Uh, of course, we've heard from Todd Fox, the Norwalk coach, but what an exciting game that was, uh, especially in that last minute, that big play uh, by the quarterback, Flores. Yes, it was, and, and it really, uh, at that point in time, you, you thought we might be going to overtime uh, because, the, you know, the game was grind up. The, the two teams, Norwalk came out with the opening kickoff and had a long drive, scored, took the lead, and and, and then Edison had a long drive, came down, and uh, Dan Trasick intercepted it in the end zone for the truckers. But but that was like, by that time, those two drives, you were done with the first quarter. And, and uh, you know, then the, the Chargers did... Uh, come back after a trucker turnover and, and they got on the board and, and tied it up and uh, Norwalk took the lead at halftime and, and then Edison tied it up in the third quarter and here we come down to the last uh, minute of the game and and it was the big play uh, which you know you heard on here but uh, it, it was it was just uh, Payne Flores managed to zip and 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 miss a few tackles, and then when it was in the green, it was just a foot race to the end zone. Mark, uh, we have just about a minute or so left here uh, in in our little talk here. So uh, quickly, uh, give me your thoughts on the Buckeyes today and the Browns on Sunday. Well, I I, I like the Buckeyes, uh, you know, with, with their offense. Defense has got to play better, you know, but if their defense plays better, they, they should be in good shape. In the in the Browns on Sunday, I I I like the Browns. It's not the end of the world if we would lose to Kansas City in a close game, because obviously if you're going to beat them, you want to you want to beat them in January. But uh, but I like their their chances. Of course, we'll have to see how their kicker is because he he's been having hamstring issues, and if in a tight game, a kicking game could be the difference. All right, good stuff, Mark. Uh, thanks for joining us here, as always, on the Sports Roundtable. And uh, I'll, I'll see you at Contractor Stadium tonight. I'm looking forward to it, Josh. And you have a good weekend, too, Kevin. Thank you. All right, Mark Lane, Sports Roundtable. Now let's get to our Domino's trivia question. Well, let's talk about Cleveland Browns. And uh, we'll stick to this is an 80s-themed Cleveland Browns. We know this happened in the 1980s, in that decade. But the last back-to-back winning seasons for the Cleveland Browns was 1980-81 or 87-88. So the last back-to-back winning seasons for the Cleveland Browns, 80-81 or 87-88. In Norwalk, give us a call, 419-663-4953. Sadusky, 419-609-4953 or toll-free, 866-663-4953. The first caller with the correct answer receives a free Domino's pizza. We'll be back right after this. The Morning Show with Melissa and Johnny S. There's an Australian duck named Ripper okay. who's been recorded repeatedly saying, you bloody fool, after learning to imitate humans. Quack the Ripper. The duck was hand-reared at a nature reserve, and he's believed to have learned the phrase from his handler. Hmm. He's the focal point of research that analyzes how animals are capable of acquiring vocalization through learning. Every weekday morning from 6 to 10 on 95.3 WLKR. Crowd in the shotgun. Quick snap. Ryan Williams wide right. He gets all the way to the 50. Down to the Minnesota 40. Williams to the Gopher 20-yard line. Down the right sideline. He takes it to the house. 
This is the voice of the Buckeyes, Paul Keels. Saturday, it's the home opener for Ohio State as they welcome in the Oregon Ducks. We'll be on the air with the AEP Energy Buckeye pregame show beginning at 10.30 a.m. here on the Ohio State Sports Network from Learfield. You're on County's home for Ohio State football. is 95.3 WLKR. All right, did not get a trivia answer, uh, Get a gut, did not get a winner in our trivia. One more time, Kevin. Last uh, back-to-back winning seasons for the Cleveland Browns was in 1980-81 or 1987-1988. All right, let's thank everybody who joined us here today. Mark Hazelwood, Tyler Nestor, Todd Fox, Bob Olwen, John Livengood, Scott Petrick, and, of course, Mark Lane, all of our sponsors. Thank you. Coming up, the Buckeyes, uh, 1030 here in a couple minutes. Also, uh, we have uh, high school football, St. Paul Eden tonight. Indians, Milwaukee tomorrow. Everybody have a great and safe Saturday. God bless you. And uh, take a moment and think back at all, all the first responders, everybody uh, th- that uh, gave their lives and their time and their efforts and everything on this 9-11. Yeah, 20 years ago, unbelievable. I was a junior in high school in uh, one of my computer classes when uh, all that all happened. Remember that like it was yesterday. So certainly after a 20-year anniversary of, of September 11th and the attacks, uh, to echo what you said, just our hearts and thoughts go out to and, and our thanks to first responders and, and everybody uh, who was uh, affected by uh, the tragic events. All right, folks, God bless you. Have a great weekend. And that'll do it for this week's Locker Room Show. Today's show has been brought to you by West Side Sunoco, Smiley Automotive, Stein Olson & Stang CPAs, Norwalk Heating and Air, Noble Sports and Trophies, the Law Offices of Harwood and Niedermeyer, the Huron County Veterans Service Office, Fisher Titus Medical Center, Firelands Federal Credit Union, the Village Drive-Thru in Milan, Bellevue Hospital, and Baldoff's Carpet Cleaning and Floor Covering on 95.3 WLKR, the sports voice of the Firelands. Well, bye.